0: The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Haas of Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side,
2: And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.
1: Yes, and here we are again on a Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. talking all things real estate State mortgage and related items. That's
2: right. You know what's related on this Saturday? Uh, it's no. the f- third day of shrimping on Hood Canal, and okay. it's a special day for me. There's only four <laughs> days a year uh, where you can go out and catch the giant jumbo prawns on Hood Canal. Ah, and, uh, so I've uh, done that with you before. You have, you have. It's been a lot of fun. Big, big haul. Take That's right. Picture? It's been a good year so far. Wait, what day is it on? Today. Yeah, Saturday. So this is the third day. So then the um, the, the next... In- so that means I don't get to go. Huh? I don't get to go. You can. There's still one more.
1: Okay. Yeah. So What's the next one?
2: It's going to be on Wednesday. The, the the next one is going to be on Wednesday, the 23rd of May. And that'll be the I'll final. Miss that day. Too. Yeah. Oh, I know. Well you have a pretty oh, heavy travel schedule.
1: Maui. Yeah, I'll be in Maui.
2: It's a special. I'll be having
1: a different kind of prawn probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Not as be good guess. as our Hood
2: Canal prawns, probably, but there you go. Maybe so. Yeah, there you go. And maybe well, some anyhow, tasty pork. So lots of lots going on in the yes. Pacific Northwest on on uh, you know on, on these uh, yes. days where they're starting to get longer and the sun's staying out, thank I you know. Ovens.
1: We've been having some amazing weather and in fact actually I was just gonna mention that uh, last weekend Another local kind of lifestyle thing for the Northwest, we had opening day of boating season. A boating. I know. Right. I don't know why they call it even just opening day because it's like a four-day like, hangout fest over at Seattle Yacht Club. So I got a chance to go hang out with a bunch of people from my peeps in the Rainier Yacht Club and Excellent. see all of our friends from the Grand 14. And, you know, just it was just an amazing time. And then watch, of course, the UW Racers, you know, get out there with rowing and the parade and just such a phenomenal
2: time. There we go. Yeah. Yep. Summer in the northwest. If you, ne- it's pretty if you hard ever to get beat. a
1: chance to go do it, you gotta go try it out. Obviously, now you got to wait a year,
2: right? But that's all right.
1: But boating season has just begun. It's just hitting. So it's I highly recommend getting out there and checking it out. That's so. right. Absolutely. All right. So we got lots going on. Yeah. I know we need to do a market rate update. Sure. Uh, but I'm really also excited to get to our guest today.
2: Yeah, I'm because, really happy too. Yeah. So, so do you
1: want to dive right into your market rate update so we I can just be, slide that on out of here?
2: I would be more than happy to. So uh, we always like to give you an update of what's going on in the in the mortgage markets and the financial markets. And uh, mortgage interest mm-hmm. rates are, I've, I've said this before, they're driven by the bond market. And the bond market is driven by fear. <laughs> That's right. Fear I love of inflation. That David has that there. That's right. <laughs> so when when things are are good for people and good for uh, human beings and the economy, jobs being created and and uh, you know all of that, that's going to cause interest rates to rise. It tends to track also with the stock market. And when things are bad or if or if something scary happens, in other parts of the world, uh, we'll see interest rates fall. And right now, all year long, since the tax plan was passed, we've seen interest rates on an upward trajectory. The last couple of weeks, it started to stable uh, stabilize just a little bit, uh, but we're, we've still got a, a very close eye on things. So right now, what's going on? Um, oil. Anybody kind of looked at the gas pumps recently? Oh my gosh, it's definitely gone up. I was starting
1: to notice uh, That's right. how much more it was costing me to fill my...
2: Tank. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to, you know, max out the... The the credit card limit every now and then, you know, if you're filling up a big rig or or a boat, heaven forbid. But we're up over $70 a barrel for oil right now. And, um, you know, so that's, uh, you know, something that's causing a a little bit of of concern. Um, Unemployment levels are way down. As Mm -hmm. a matter of fact, um, our unemployment claims right now, the four-week moving average is the lowest it's been since 1974. Really? Since January 1974. And as a matter of fact, right now um, there are over 6.1 million job openings in the U.S. So, wow. we're, when when we see that um, and and we have a lot of job openings, it puts pressure on wages. Employers right. have to pay pay higher wages yep. to attract attract workers. And that in itself is inflationary. So these are all the things that, again, they're you know, well, except for the oil price, they're good for people. Mm-hmm. And uh, which, however, that does cause interest rates to rise. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at now. Coming up here, and, and you know, lots of economic statistics coming out all week long and every week. Um, the next big Federal Reserve meeting is going to be in June, and um, there is a, at this point about a ninety-five percent. Probability that they will increase interest rates a quarter of a percent. Okay. Um, when when the Fed increases rates, it's a short term rate. It's an overnight rate. It's called the Fed funds rate, mm-hmm. and it um, sometimes will actually cause mortgage rates to fall just a little bit, um, or or at least stay stable because it's essentially the equivalent of pumping the brakes. Right. You know, by increasing rates a little bit short term, uh, it will affect your credit cards, your home equity line of credit your business loans, things that are tied to right. prime rate, uh, in, in the long run, it tends to slow the risk of inflation that will cause, um, you know, longer term mortgage rates to hopefully stay fairly stable. So here's where we're at right now, kind of a rundown okay. of rates. Uh, the national average for conventional 30-year fixed rate mortgages hovering right around 4.61%. Uh, that's just about dead on with mm-hmm. where we were, you know, yeah. a week or just so about. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15-year fixed rates are hovering around 3.99%, just under the 4% range. Okay. VA and FHA loans hovering around 4.44%. Still, wow. still one of the best deals out there, really, yeah. uh, especially if you're a veteran. And, uh, in fact, I'm working with a, a customer now who is the surviving spouse of a veteran.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Who did
2: not know that she was eligible for VA benefits. And we're really? really going to be able to help her out um, that is fantastic she, she needs it she okay. needs it you know, so she really came bad.
1: in looking for something mm-hmm. else and you were able to kind of turn a desperate call that. she had a yeah. friend
2: say you need to call Eric and mm-hmm. uh, you know maybe he can figure something out because yeah. a lot of folks told her no but they never really dug into her ah. her background okay and she was talking about her husband that recently died and I just said see a veteran yeah and she's like yeah he
1: was it's amazing what just having good communication with the people you're working mm. with can do
2: Oh, I'm just makes, happy that it makes I'm all the difference in the really world happy about that how we things can, turn out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just happy we can help.
1: I just had a lot of conversation uh, earlier today. In fact, I'm going to bring it up here in a minute once you're done with your rates. Yeah. But yeah. yeah.
2: Well, uh, so anyway, in jumbo, 30 year fixed rates hovering around 4.67%. So okay. everything's sort of mid, to, mid to mm-hmm. upper four percent range right now, yeah. and and again, these rates are national averages. Your individual rates will vary depending on your loan amount, yep. your credit score, type of property, type of transaction we're doing. Yeah. You know, so be sure and check with 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 your uh, your professional, and and if you want a personalized quote, you can always reach out to me as well. Yeah, just uh, where can reach, they reach you? You can reach me at Eric at ericismybanker.com. That's just E R I C. Or you can catch me on Twitter at Eric is my banker.
1: Okay, so I mentioned communication and how discovery really makes such a difference. Yes. So I was having a conversation with what is now a mutual client between us. I just introduced you yesterday to these new, yes. new customers. Yes, delightful by the way. Yeah, and they were uh, referred by well. So this is this is the thing is like we're talking about you know shortage of um, construction and what's going on and employment being so strong and. I'm sitting here talking to this couple that happened to be from Puerto Rico and they mm-hmm. were referred by another couple that we worked with that came from right. Puerto Rico that work at Boeing. And they were discussing with me about how they have a family member who's probably going to be giving some gift funds right. for their lending. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we started having this discussion about how different it is here. Like they're trying to get across to their family members because they're like, why is it so expensive? Yes. Yes. Why are you spending this much money on a house like this? Mm-hmm. That house a couple of years ago only sold for this much. Why do you, you know, it's like basically they they were looking originally at a house that was flipped. Right. So, you know, someone bought it for like 274 like a year ago. It's now selling, well, we found out because there's multiple offers on it. It's going to sell for like 530. Wow. Right? Yep. And their family is just in sticker shock, of mm-hmm. course. They're like, of "What course. in the world? Like how right. ah, who can pay that?" So they're trying to, you know, come into these conversations And what was funny was they were using another um, firm, we'll just say that's out there, that starts with R.
2: I won't say names. Maybe like a color, like some sort of a color that starts with R. We won't go there. Okay.
1: Um, But let's just say the experience they had, because they went and saw a couple of houses with some of their staff, and the conversation that we had in an hour and a half today, they said was night and day. Yeah, like we were talking about pitfalls of the process, giving them explanation about why the prices are the way they are, letting them know about videos that we have on our YouTube channel where we talk about the Seattle marketplace from like the 1980s to today to give people context about Mm -hmm. what's going on. Uh, you know, talking about cost of construction up here, which is what's great because our guest today is actually in the construction field, right. right? So we'll be able to talk about that. And you brought some information about labor shortages. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about how all of that rolls up into this one big thing of like, what are you going to pay for a house? And interest rates are, you know, like they feel like, oh my gosh, we've just like, you know, missed out.
0: That's and I was like,
1: well, man. you haven't fully missed out. Like you're no. still in a good place and we have like strong employment still. So we just need to, you know, inform your family so that they can get comfortable. And right, our our right. whole job is about educating you and making sure you understand the value that we bring to this is knowing all of this background and sharing it with you. And they were they were extremely thankful about that because mm-hmm. they had not been experiencing that so far mm-hmm. and didn't know how else to address that with right. the people in their family.
2: Well, and especially if you're if you're living or coming from an area that does not have the market that we have, you know, here on the West Coast, I mean, it's mm-hmm. the same all the way up and down the coast, pretty right. much. You know, it's it it seems sort of surreal, yeah. And it's like, how can that how can that possibly be? And and we look at the, you know, the the market that we've got. So yeah, absolutely, yeah, I, I can see that. Well, good, good, good. I'm glad that, uh, you know, we're able to kind of do that education, keep everybody. Yes, and they
1: haven't even been to one of our classes.
2: There you go. I know.
1: But we have classes coming up, as you know.
2: We sure do. So if
1: people want to get information about our classes, we have um, multiple first-time homebuyer classes coming up. Um, So if people want information on that, they can always email us at info at TeamReba.com, or you can go to our Facebook page where we have the classes posted with opportunities for people to just sign up as they see what they like. Or if you're somebody who's on Meetup, you can also Mm. go to Team Reba's Meetup page and you can find all of our classes posted there as well.
2: Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so in our, and you and I have our next class is coming up on June 16th, si- I believe. 23rd. No,
1: 23rd. You're right. June 23rd. That's right. We moved it because I have a show right. yeah, with my right. new band on there the 15th. So that's there you right. go.
2: Yeah, you're not, we're not going to sing the class. won't be karaoke, I, karaoke No, it will not you know, be karaoke education. real estate. <laughs> um, but uh, June 23rd in West Seattle at the Youngstown Cultural Arts Center. Mm-hmm. This is the official first-time homebuyer class. This is the one that you have to take uh, to be yes. able to take advantage of low down payment or zero down payment loan programs. Mm-hmm. And, and reduced cost, PMI. Reduced cost, all of that. It's a free class. Uh, we feed you well and it's going to be uh, again on saturday june 23rd the youngstown 3. cultural arts center yeah from 10 o'clock and to three if you're interested in that class it fills up fast be sure yes. and catch us at info at dot and we'll get your confirmation that's right when we come back we're talking with kyle keever of synapse construction going to teach us all about uh, current building trends um in his Sightings realm of the wind world wind. that's right stay tuned
0: Open house with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now back to open house with Team Reba. Thank you
2: very much, Batman. This is Eric Ossis <laughs> from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.
1: Always great to have Batman on the show with us. And this is Reba Hass from Team Reba.
2: <laughs> and we are here every Saturday. <laughs> to bring you information on real estate about and finance. Our That's right, on AM 1590. The answer, making fun of our announcer. Yeah. And we're going to have to meet that person some someday. I wonder if he talks with the, you know, regularly with the same intensity. He does I don't know. I just want to see bumper. if the
1: voice matches the face, you know, like there's sometimes <laughs> you meet somebody and you're like, I wasn't expecting that. You so, know,
2: yeah, you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> might be an interesting one to see. I think
1: so. I think so. He might look like my old bookkeeper and that would be a shock. <laughs> That's but, right. That's <laughs> so right. That's anyway. Right. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Someday we'll get over that guy. But uh, anyway, I'm excited about having... Kyle Kiefer with us from Synapse Construction because as we get into this with Kyle and thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah absolutely. Um, Eric you had brought some stats with you. Right. About what's going on in construction right now.
2: Right and anybody out there if, if you've recently tried to start a project or hire mm-hmm. someone uh, or you know do, do this thing on your own get have a brick get a contractor to just show up. Uh, you will oh, yeah, have experienced hard. what's going on, especially in our in our local market. Right. There's a fairly severe shortage of contractors out there, and especially right. where, where we live. Um, there was a recent survey uh, by the Association National Ho- Association of Home Builders that said 91% of remodelers as- responding to their survey said they've encountered a shortage of labor available to perform mm-hmm. mostly carpentry work. And forty percent of that, ninety-one percent said the shortage is serious, and so the categories that are kind of being hit at the the worst are carpenters, finish carpenters, rough-in carpenters, carpenters, framers, you know things like that, as mm-hmm. well as the other trades, you know dealing with electricians and oh, plumbers yeah. and things like that. So it's 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 a big deal right now. And well, um, and we
1: talked before about the fact that Seattle right now has some of the highest costs for labor. We Along do. the entire way. Like we finally surpassed California.
2: I'm glad you brought that up because those, You're sh- welcome. those TV shows on like HGTV word, and all HGTV, that. HGTV, yes. Right. You know that that I say, "Oh, him. I just did this complete flip on this house and it only cost me, you know, five thousand dollars or whatever." Yeah. And it took three days. Yeah, it, t- yeah. <laughs> it took three yeah. days. Three days right. with
1: hardly any trouble right. at all. Right. right. Yeah. Or Everything the trouble they smoothly. found was easily yeah. taken care of. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I can't stand those shows. That's really not the reality in not our all. market here. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, when we have, it's a not shortage, even the
1: reality in those markets. There's right. a lot of you're stuff right. that they're not. It's actually not. putting out there. In fact, most of them they don't even put labor. Into the information that they're putting on screen. In fact, that was a conversation with that young Mm -hmm. couple earlier today that I had. And they're like, well, can't, isn't a kitchen cost about $15,000 to remodel? And I was like, Oh no, In, like, in appliance like, yeah. on what you're doing. Zero, yeah, right, yeah. Start that with a five zero that's and you've right. got kind of a mid range, you know, or lower end, depending, you know, if you're right. if you're doing it yourself, maybe you can do it for yeah, fifteen. Yeah. Sure. But that's really scraping
2: by. Well, and and the thing is when we have a, a shortage of labor, you know, what that's going to lead to is right along that same vein, mm-hmm. higher bids. Yeah. You know, higher prices for customers. It just kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. You're going to have uh, delays in getting mm-hmm. the project completed. Oh yeah. Uh, you're going to have some contractors that just will flat turn the project down, or, or they won't yeah. show up. Yeah. And uh, and you know you're going to have a slower rate of getting the paperwork and things like that. I I deal with that a lot because I do construction financing and renovation financing. Right. So somebody wants to well, buy a right. home and renovate it.
1: You're helping some mm-hmm. people that right, I know right, right.
2: now. But, but my gosh, I mean, we can mm-hmm. be delayed um, quite a bit, weeks, uh, waiting on a contractor to, to respond, you know, to give yeah. bids and documents and things like that. So so all these factors are things that we have to kind of keep in mind um, you know, just yeah. w- with, our, with our tight market.
1: Well, and it's interesting like who's even coming in to fill some of the positions. I was doing a walkthrough on new construction just yesterday with a client, and the gentleman who was doing the walkthrough with us Come to find out, he's originally a uh, chiropractor by trade, and he had just moved here from Ohio two years ago. Mm. And he got tired of the healthcare system and how difficult it was for him to get paid for his services, because insurance companies always denying claims and what have you. And he was burnt out by the number of hours. And so, anyway, he knew the guy who's running this development crew and. He said, "I'm looking for a project manager," and the guy kind of retooled his skills and oh boy, came out and now is running projects.
2: Well, Kyle Kiever with Synapse Construction. I bet you don't have chiropractors on your staff. No, but
3: we'd take them. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, we got guys with back problems, so that yeah. would be nice. Uh, oh, there you go. You know, you dual purpose. Useful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Maybe a masseuse or two.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we could
2: we could use that.
1: Oh yeah. Well, well, so I'm actually curious. Okay, so first of all tell everyone who you are and what Synapse Construction is.
3: Uh, Well, Synapse Construction is what I like to call best-in-class exterior construction company, and uh, main focus is siding and windows, Mm -hmm. and uh, we are not a company that comes and tries to sell you a particular siding or window. We try to be really open to everything. Um, We're Exposed to a lot of commercial products and what we do, and uh, we try to bring, you know, lots of ideas and different ways to solve people's problems um, to the table when we're uh, consulting with them. I liked your story about the conversation you had mm-hmm. with uh, your. Um, customers that were using the R people. Oh yeah. Um, because it sounds like you're, you know, selling through education, which is kind of the way that we like to approach it as yeah. well. We like to understand our customers' needs yeah. and wants and you know And that's and,
1: why we started this radio program. Right. Because, you know, Eric and I as you heard earlier, we do a lot of classes and we've been doing education for 15 years. But this was another way for us to get a bigger audience for that. Instead of, you know, it being 10, 15, 25, 50 people in a room, we get access to a lot more ears. And that to me is the most important thing because we're always talking about educated clients or better clients, mm-hmm. and that communication we talk about, all of that works to make for a better experience for everyone, Absolutely. right? And bring value mm-hmm. into what all the parties are, are yeah. bringing into you know whatever well, then, it is you're doing, right? And, and so, that person
3: is going to be invested in their decision, so precisely you know, it really helps, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, Absolutely. I'm 100% behind that. So, you know, a lot of, um, and you may or may not have known this before you came on with us, Kyle, was that we tend to cover four major topic areas, and they're uh, residential insider, investor angle, green building and design is kind of under one pillar as well, and then it's um, regional impact. So we've had, you know, Puget Sound Energy on here. We've had, you know, Energy Efficiency Guys, Solar People. Uh, we've had some of the local colleges that, that talk about the trades. So we've had um, South Seattle College on recently. I'm on the foundation board for Renton Technical College that has the Construction Excellence Program and a bunch of other things. We, we just find that there's so much misinformation out there. Like anybody can get on and Google something, but that doesn't mean the information you're getting is actually correct.
3: Or that it's going to work for your particular situation. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, like even this Puerto Rican couple, every time we have someone coming, like, say, from India or Puerto Rico and other market areas where the construction methods are different, mm-hmm. Sure. there's a lot of education that has to happen for them to understand what it is they're buying, you know, and uh, because, you know, they're used to concrete, you know, block mm-hmm. construction. That's completely different than anything we have up here. Foundation types, siding types, and that's why it was so interesting to have you come on the show, because siding is an area that many people really don't understand, I don't think.
3: Yeah, it's just kind of how your house looks like from the outside. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I think a lot of people don't really understand what it's doing from a performance perspective. Right. Um, But there is, you know, know, we look at it from a total house or building envelope perspective, Mm -hmm. and it's you know it really goes beyond uh, you know the aesthetics and just keeping water out it it, right. know, it plays into you know the efficiency the energy efficiency of the house or building um we've recently completed a passive house project if you've ever heard of those yeah. they're oh, yeah. you know, zero ener- energy yeah. houses mm-hmm. um and they're you know they're quite intense in how they get designed and how they get put together there's definitely, you know, um, an increased cost there. But if you look at the mm. lifetime of, um, you know, the house and the, right. the expenditures that will go on for the energy that they don't use, um, mm-hmm. it pays for itself over time. I don't know what the payoff date is, but uh, they're pretty interesting projects to work on.
2: Right. Tell us a, a bit about that. So what would be the definition of a passive house?
3: Um, you know, I don't know the actual okay. definition. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, – m- from our perspective, it's a super tight house, um, mm-hmm. and it's got um, ex- almost all of them, or we've done two, uh, mm-hmm. and the exterior has insulation on it. So it's got, say, like a two-by-eight wall that's super insulated, mm-hmm. and then another layer of insulation on the outside, and then you're cladding. Mm. Wow. Um, it's uh, Which
1: you don't find in much older homes. I mean, like I have a 1968 built home. And there's no insulation. Oh, sure. oh, and yeah. we get cold days. and I'm like, oh, even though it says it's 72, it's not. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You can tell how you windy know. it's outside from your living room.
1: <laughs> kind of. Yes. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. In fact, actually, I considered doing a whole siding project on my house recently, but um, ended up, you know, one, because of cost. I chose not. I have like a 3060 square foot house, so it was going to be a pretty big project. And I kept thinking I would go to like a more modern look exterior and and some of the sighting had started to fail mm-hmm. and we ended up having some contractors come out and getting some bids on it. And it was, it was not cheap. I think it was a $35,000 bid.
3: Yeah, yeah. And
1: you know, I went, mm, Okay. How many other projects do I want to be able to do on right. my house? Cause I do love going back into doing green types of projects, but I thought, okay, can I piece it out with the cedar? And that was the other thing is I talked to an architect who was like, Well, the rest of your cedar siding is doing really well. If you can piece it out, might be the better way to go. Because they also knew I had plans for um, like a kitchen remodel and some other things, right? So I just had to figure out where do I want my budget to go?
3: Well, right. I mean, there's, if you're talking about green building, there's, you know, a, a- there's many options to take, right, and so you have mm-hmm. to find the low-hanging fruit that's going to, you know, benefit you most. Sure, sure. And you know, I mean, from my take on it, it's anything you can keep out of the landfill, anything that's going to last right. a long time, right? Yeah. Um, so that's you know, when in our business we focus on you know putting things together that are going to last for a long time, we. We have customers that want to use wood siding. It takes a lot of maintenance. It's probably going to in landfill much quicker than a lot of the, you know, newer composite mm-hmm. materials. Um, but if that's what they want, we'll do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, we try to guide people towards things that are going to last, you know, for a really long time and not, you know, get into the waste stream.
2: And right. am I correct that, you know, when you're talking about the envelope of a home, you're, you're really talking about siding and the windows and, and the roof, and and the, roof. Yeah. Yeah. and and the tighter you can make you know, those, those three elements, the more efficient your home's going to be, the less energy you're going to spend, you know, right on, right, right on down the line. Right. Yep. So with your, with your systems or with your, I mean, what's the kind of the, your go-to product right now, or do you have a, a different, different sort of solutions for that?
0: I don't
1: know. That's well, that might be a long answer. It though. could be it, a long answer.
2: Well,
3: yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say it's the building wrap that probably makes the most difference in those instances so okay. that uh, oh. that technology is actually you know been moving quite rapidly um there's oh, now really? okay. liquid applied building wraps um but that's all about um it kind of comes down to assembly how the assembly performs and the building science behind it. Okay. Okay, hold and that, was, hold that yeah.
2: thought, because when we come back, we're going to learn more about that. Some kind of cool, different systems and ways to ways to side your home and and how you as a homeowner can get involved in that. Stay tuned. More open house with Team Reba.
0: Open house with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba.
1: Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Haas from Team Reba Remax Metro East Side.
2: And this is Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.
1: Yeah, And we're talking the fascinating subject of siding and windows today.
2: We are. Actually, I, actually, I yeah.
1: think it's always fascinating. We, as we always say on the show, we are complete nerds when it comes to our, our mutual industries. So, you know, I, I love that we get into this kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, but, but you know, the thing about it, and, and we have Kyle Keever here from Synapse Construction. Yeah. The thing about siding is it can change, number one, it can change the whole look of a house. You know, you right. have a house that looks pretty boring or ugly this one mm-hmm. way, you change your siding out. Yeah. And holy cow, it can really, really transform a home, number one, but number two, it can make that home a, just an energy efficient machine. Right. So
1: before right. we went on the break, we were starting to talk about the different types of materials that go under
3: the cladding, right? Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. W- so WRB is what we call it. Weather-resistant barrier.
1: Ah, okay. All right. So you were starting to describe a couple of types.
3: Yeah, I mean, they come in, uh, you know, the old-school type. If you live in a Seattle old house, what's probably behind your siding is asphalt-impregnated paper, Mm -hmm. which has been used for, you know, hundreds of years. Um, And they've evolved since then to um, things that allow – that will stop bulk water from entering but still allow vapor to exit. Like because Tyvek, that Tyvek's sort of thing. Tyvek, one of them. Yeah, um, okay. Vapor Shield's another. Um, which is the one we use most often. Sort of Gore Tex for yeah. your house, right? That's right. Yeah, okay. because you know houses have moisture inside of them, and there is vapor drive that's pushed pushed out, and mm-hmm. you don't want that to mm-hmm. stop and then condense and become water, mm-hmm. because that would happen in your wall. Right,
2: right right well and and Kyle there's there's uh, especially I, I think of it more as condo projects you know around around mm-hmm. our area that were built oh, yeah. incorrectly they used a, a, ty- a fake stucco type type siding drive mm-hmm. it that sort of a thing and the contractors when that product first came into our market in the northwest uh, didn't really think about rain and and really wind you know pushing the rain, Pushing the rain in, so they weren't sealed around the windows and things like that. Water got in, and we have high-rise condo projects that were just devastated with rot and mold, and you know had to had to you know cause you know cause major major problems. Sounds delicious. So
1: the way you're describing that. How do
2: you <laughs> how, how do you and, and with with your your company? How do you avoid those types of situations? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because you said you guys are a best in class. So, like, what's what's that mean for
3: you? Yeah, well, um, we employ best in class techniques. So, one of those would be rain screen systems, okay. um, which is basically putting the cladding on a on battens or on a mat of some kind to have a separation between the back of the cladding and the the WRB and the wall. Okay. And so, with that, I mean, basically in the Northwest, because of the weather that we have, you know, it's not. If the water is going to get past the cladding, it's when. Okay. And so this system is basically a r- rapidly drying, you know, system. In case so, if water does and when it does get behind the cladding, there's a cavity back there, and it's always ventilated. And there's oh, okay. always water or sorry, air, coming through. You know, evaporating, and you know, if it's bulk water, it's falling out the bottom and okay. going away.
2: So water gets in; it's got a way to
1: get
3: out. So exactly. you say
1: bulk water. What do you mean by that? Well, my, my listener bul- is going to be like. Bulk water.
3: like right, I, I, I go to Costco? and yeah. like... <laughs> Well, it's, uh, you know, I mean, you have water vapor. It's the difference between vapor and actual water, I guess. But
1: do you mean like a downpour kind of thing? Well, like wind-driven the, rain. Wind-driven like, rain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah So when we get those but, massive you know, va- storms,
3: Vapor can cause problems as well.
2: I was actually mm-hmm. working on a condo project that was in litigation for, for siding damage and I read, I me mean, again, being the nerd here, mm-hmm. I read like about a 50-page study that was part of the litigation yeah. talking about wind-driven rain mm-hmm. and just how far into a building that rain can penetrate. Oh, really? When you've got a couple days of a sustained 20, 30-mile-an-hour wind... Just blasting that yeah. water in, if you think about yeah, and we get storms up here. Storms we get is up to eighty oh, sometimes. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So it can be significant, right, Kyle? Oh well,
3: yeah. When you get you know with the wind, you get pressure mm-hmm. differentials. Which, you know, if there's a pinhole somewhere, it's sucking it in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, buildings are generally negatively pressured. So mm-hmm. a part of what went on with these condo projects that you're referring to is that the energy code went up, and which created tighter and tighter buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, siding practices didn't follow suit, mm-hmm. and so you, mm-hmm. the people were doing the same okay. things because it's fine to build that way. You know, siding-wise, really loose, and not a lot of pay, paying attention to details on flashings and whatever. If the house or building is like a flow-through teabag, like they were built in, you know, sure. fifty, eighty years ago.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah, got it. And I've so, never
1: heard a building called like a flow-through tea sense. bag. Okay. I've lived That's in a those. That's a new yeah. interesting kind image. Yeah, concept no, absolutely. Image? Yeah, all right.
3: make, makes sense. Well, I mean, they just breathe, right, right. naturally. Oh, no, I totally <laughs> believe so I mean, to, well, I talk to yeah. people
1: about houses all the time, and I'm like, houses are like living, breathing entities, and and you just have to think of them like a human body. Like, they start to sag and, you know, get cracks and wrinkles and all the other stuff, and it depends on how well you maintain everything, mm-hmm. on how long it's actually going to really last or look good. Sure, but, sure. Right?
2: Well, during the break, Kyle, we were talking about sort of some of the different types of siding out there. What we see a lot, you know, around around the Northwest, of course, a lot of wood siding, mm-hmm. uh, the old school would be cedar, you know, beveled right. siding or shingled siding. But then, you know, in the 70s, we got the LP mm-hmm. siding. And uh, I actually have seen houses with mushrooms growing on them, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. the, the LP has failed. And Well, it's uh,
1: not even just the LP. I can no. tell you, out in Issaquah Highlands, mm-hmm. I had a client exactly that I of, absolutely yeah. said, please do not buy this place. Mm-hmm. I was last year touring with a customer and the inside of the house smelled fine, looked fine. It was very nice inside. They were starting to fall in love with it. And then we walked to the back west facing portion of it and we get out on the patio and I look up and all around the wood wrap of the windows are mushrooms. Mm-hmm. on all of those right. segments of and, the, you can and see i went the framing oh my behind God. the siding you know
2: yeah. it's it's so bad so i mean what are some some pr- current products that, that yeah. sort of avoid those types of problems
3: uh we've been using a product called trespa quite a bit lately which is a okay. phenolic panel um phenolic panel it's a phenolic panel does that sound fancy Ooh, yeah said Phenolic. Um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> But it's cool stuff it's they, phenomenal It's been around for actually a long time um but uh recently they've come out with some more kind of homeownery uh profiles it's mm-hmm. its original form is these panels which come in mm-hmm. you know all kinds of sizes, but they're large format panels like. Four by eight, six by okay. seventeen. Okay, so we see like them probably
1: on a lot of modern style construction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're commercial.
3: Yeah, they're more commercial um, okay. for the panels. Um, and now they've got kind of a plank that looks like cedar, which uh, I like mm-hmm. a lot because a lot of our customers like cedar but don't want the right. maintenance of it. Mm-hmm. So we'll use that. It's um, you know to do accents and things like that, and they they don't have to paint it. Um, you yeah. can pressure wash it. It's set up. It's mandatory to be on a rain screen, so we like that too because. You know, some people don't want to pay for the rain screen, but it's it is best practices. It's the way you should do it. Um, so, you know, not spe- and it's it's really an incremental cost. Um, so, not doing it, I think, is uh, you know, short sighted.
1: Right. How?
3: I don't think we even got to this yet. How long have you been doing this? Um, I've been in construction my whole life. My dad's a contractor, and I worked with him for a long time. But I started uh, Synapse in two thousand nine. Okay. Yeah.
1: Really. During the recession.
3: Yeah, yeah, we were. Um, that's when
1: a lot of people were exiting.
3: Right. A <laughs> doubled right. down. Honestly, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that's,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> impressed by that because most people were like, yeah. I'm out of here and, and I'm broke. So, so you started then. Yeah. Okay. But you had, but you came with this great background though.
3: Yeah. Well, okay. I continued at that time to work with my dad. We were building a custom home at the time and um, mm-hmm. I had a really hard time finding anybody that could do the, uh, Waterproofing details that needed to be done mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. kind of ornate uh, mm-hmm. craftsman home that we built. And finally, I was like, you know, there's a need for somebody to, you know, put together a company that can do this stuff for real. You know, what I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, anybody can do carpentry. You know, right. you can teach somebody right. to use a saw. It's, but the, right. it's the stuff behind it that we've really focused on and tried to hone in, you know, to uh, create, you know, something where people don't have to worry.
1: Right. Well, I was looking at some of the videos on your website. So for listeners who want to go check it out, it's synapseconstruction.com. And uh, synapse, for anyone who needs to have it spelled, S-Y-N-A-P-S-E. You, <laughs> so,
3: be, you wouldn't believe how many people don't know that word.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's like I always I studied their brain a lot. And so it's like the whole synaptic yeah, function right. in the brain, right? Is that yeah. how you came up with the name? Or? That's right,
3: yes. Well, it's okay. a nod to the uh, – the, Cerebral nature of how we approach our work. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I like it. That's actually was, to me, I, I really do study the brain all the time. My dad had a brain injury in 2007 from a car accident. So I did a lot of, of research then. But then I also just, from a business person's perspective and just like studying people and psychology and how, how we respond to things, I'm yep. always big on that. But anyway, sidebar on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I loved it because I was uh, on your website and you've got a bunch of videos and just even like your employees. It was it was really kind of impressive to hear how they talk about the company. Like I have a testimonial video for our Team Rebo website, mm-hmm. and it's you know hearing them talk about it. Now now I'm like oh maybe I should go have my employees do right. a video too, because I mean they they talked with um, great passion yeah. about how yeah. you guys do business.
3: Well that's you know I mean that we're an employee first company, and that's yeah. that's when I started the company. I, that's the decision I set out with was to make everybody feel like it was a place where they could grow not not only professionally mm-hmm. but as people in sure, our know? sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's worked out really well and it, and it, you know and it shows through to our customers who you know get great service and have happy people working on their That's huge. you
2: know house. Can you describe some of the some of some of the kind of the cooler projects that you've worked on recently? You mentioned one the the zero zero energy the passive you know, house. Passive house.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah that was uh, that was a cool one we've uh, recently done uh, a house with shishugi ban wow That's i said the, that the first time without is that the cutter. burned kind of burned sighting? yeah, yeah. Which, I mean,
1: we just had, so we just had some yeah. folks on the show recently because they were we were uh, talking about the northwest green home tour uh-huh. and so they brought that up to us and we were like what is that and it sounds like fascinating product. so it's you've really, actually worked with
3: yeah it. yeah it's very cool um it's it's beautiful um you know i had somebody today ask me about it and they wanted to know well does it really hold up and you know i don't think it's been done enough around here to mm. answer that question um right. and the stuff we got was from texas so okay. that doesn't tell you a lot either right um mm. but uh, yeah very beautiful looking stuff um the other
1: is that is that on your website is there any photos of that it is yeah yep. okay Yep. all right so i'll have to find that because we're going to be linking to like your website you know once we do the show of course it's on our blog and podcast and all that so we also try and do additional details in there so if there's uh, some fun stuff like that for people to take yeah, a look at, we no, I mean, show it.
3: tons of cool pictures of Great. you know we've done a lot of different things and that's kind of what we pride ourselves on cool is being able to do many um, different things and offer people a lot of options
2: Excellent. And before uh, we're, I know, we got to go to a break here in just a minute here. But, um, but Kyle, if people have questions for you or want more information on your company, what's the best way for them to reach you?
3: Either Kyle at SynapseConstruction.com. Okay. S Y N A P S E construction.com. Okay. Or, or info at SynapseConstruction.com. Okay. Well, when
2: we come back, we're going to talk more with um, Kyle Kiever, Synapse Construction, on how he can personalize some information for your home. So stay tuned. More Open House with Team Reba.
0: Open House with Team Reba Reba. on AM 1590. The answer. To open house with Team Reba.
2: Welcome back to open house with Team Reba. This is Eric Austin from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.
1: And Reba has from Team Reba.
2: And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. bring you information on real estate and finance. Mm-hmm. And always try to have on interesting guests. Yes. And we and have another one. There we go. Today's no exception. We've got Kyle Kiever with Synapse Construction. Thanks again for joining us today, Kyle. Really appreciate it. Well, it's been a good time.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm. Well, as we said earlier, we geek out on this stuff all the time. But during the break, we started asking you a few more questions. Like, I I love that we're talking about siding. You've got interesting products, design ideas, things like that. But then I started asking you about, well, what about windows? Because you guys do siding and windows, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, talking to new customers for me all the time, we're always looking at, you know, I have to do walkthroughs. And even just this morning, I'm in a condo and it's like, okay... So here's some windows that are failing, and you can see by the condensation, it's not just dirt or whatever that's in there. Uh, and then from a condo perspective, you have to find out is it the homeowners association that's responsible for it or the individual homeowners, right? But this is a a topic I have talked about for 15 years that you know tell am like blue in the face about windows and whether it's worth mm, replacing mm-hmm. the window. And of course, as we have uh, better energy efficiency products, you know like. When is it a good time to do the windows? And you brought up during the break a couple of things that I want us to maybe go back over if you don't mind.
3: Sure. Well, you know, first of all, fogged glass um, mm. doesn't mean the windows failed. It means the glass is failing. It's losing its right. seal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. Exactly. You know, if you have windows with there's, with stops in the mm-hmm. frame, you can have the glass replaced. Right. Um, so that's... That's possible. Um, w- in my world, when a window really fails, it means that it's you know it's bringing water inside the house. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, there's something, maybe a miter joint on an aluminum window that's leaking or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and when, when we install an aluminum window, we count on that happening. So we use uh, a pan and we create a, a drainage channel. So when the, mm. when that thing finally does leak, it's going to leak to the outside of the envelope. Right. Um, and so, you know, we don't, I, you know, personally, I don't have a, a lot to say about what window somebody should get. I think there's everybody oh, yeah. kind of has yeah, their choice. There's all kinds of different
1: styles. Yeah. And there's good companies out there. You just got to do your research.
3: And, and depending on what s- window somebody chooses kind of drives the way that it gets installed.
1: Right. Okay. So you were discussing um, installation of windows, and you were saying if somebody's doing a siding project, that that is a really good time to evaluate you said what was the number of years that you said might be Uh,
3: 20 to 25 years i usually tell people you know it might be time to you know Mm. if you're going to go to the trouble of tearing off all your siding um it might be time to redo the windows okay you know for you get better energy efficient Mm -hmm. see out of it you'll get you know um it'll help with the uv rays that are transmitted through and you know Mm -hmm. do things to your furniture and that kind of thing, because um, your screen you and everything else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the technology and the glasses come come way, you know come along very far, um, and yeah, if you're going to rip the siding off um, and and not do it, then you know have failures down the road because if your you know windows are reaching the end of their useful life, then you're going to end up kind of you know patching in you know that you know what you, one of the big things about a the WRB on a building is you want continuity, right? And that mm-hmm. continuity should basically go all the way into the inside of the window opening, because sure, sure. you know that's right. where water yeah, can end up. it's supposed to
1: wrap like up and over it or something yeah, like that, isn't it? Exactly, it's supposed okay. to come
3: to the inside. I mean, that's that's kind of the end of the envelope is the inside of the window. Um, and so if you, you know, if you miss that boat when mm-hmm. you change your siding, um, then you're going to have you know it gaps. There's no way around it, but, uh, unless you okay. tear off your siding again. Right. So,
2: so the 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 un, unwary consumer, who hires maybe the cheapest bid to install some new vinyl windows on an existing home, and they're going to get done in a day mm-hmm. or or two, mm-hmm. uh, is really rolling the dice. Then, totally. because the the odds are right. that 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 fast install is not going to be done properly, and in right. the long run, they could be causing some. Fairly severe damage. Yeah. I mean, to
1: you do, know, I'm having some windows redone on one of my properties right now. I'm <laughs> suddenly very like, <laughs> nervous <laughs> to, to do
3: it right. It's got to be fairly surgical. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Just, even then, you're still, you know, I mean, it's you're dealing with things you can't see.
2: Right, right. Well, Kyle, you mentioned that that you have a service for for a consumer. Say they they they're interested. There's, it's time for them. They need new siding. You know, maybe they need new windows. Uh, that you can actually use. Uh, you have some programs where you can help a. Consumers sort of visualize what their home will look like with different types of siding products.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we uh, will take a, uh, we'll build a 3D model uh, of the house as it is um, now. And then uh, we'll you know send that to our customer, and we'll meet with them and, and you know, hopefully they've got an idea of what they want to see. Maybe they've got pictures that they've mm-hmm. scraped off a house or taken mm-hmm. you know as they've driven around the city. Um, mm-hmm. And then they'll you know we'll have a conversation about, hey, you know, I think this might look nice here. And then we'll go back and we'll you know put that on that model to show show them what their idea really looks like and then we'll kind of you know maybe we'll change it up a little bit because of some performance considerations or or mm-hmm. you know sure. throw out an idea like how about this this might work better um and uh we'll go you know two or three rounds of that and then yeah. um and then we build construction drawings off of those that you okay know, um that are 2d and we mm-hmm. make plans and then construction happens
1: I like how you're that uh, collaborative with them because most of the time people don't know, and they, and they will. They go onto websites like House and they just kind of assume just because it's out there already that, oh, yeah, that can be done on my place. And it, it really is a sign of someone who's doing quality work if you're like, well, okay, maybe, or this might actually be better for you. Like yeah, if, no, no, if, I mean,
3: we would try to, you know... Give them all the information we can give them and, you know, and look at it from our perspective as, of, as people that have seen, you know, mm-hmm. failures and things that, you know, have gotten deferred maintenance and just kind of give them the pitfalls of their choices. And, you know, if you, sure, you can lead sure. a horse to water, but you can't make them drink all the time. Right. So um, sometimes they, you know, want what they want and there you go. Um, but, you know, that's not our job to make them do anything we're just trying to educate them and make them comfortable with their ultimately their decision you know we don't Mm -hmm. represent ourselves to be architects Um, we're just trying to help them make the best decision they can but this is a
2: really this is a really good option because I think a lot of folks if they're they're trying to think oh I need new siding you know where do I go and you know, I get forbid, asked that all the time. Right. They might look at one product, you know, or they might mm-hmm. go to Home Depot there's or something like that. There's not a lot to look that. at.
1: And, yeah, but... yeah. And that's the thing that concerns me is when they're just going to the big box stores mm-hmm. and only looking at that. Right. Because there's and, – and, of course, right now, as we know, you know, with a lot of people doing flipping, there's a lot of folks just doing that, you know, that have absolutely no construction background. I was, I was complaining about this on a recent show where there's, you know, some folks who work at, you know, a big company that starts with A – and just because they make good incomes, they're out doing all this development work, and the work is shoddy. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. And, like they're hiring like the cheapest people possible to, to do their flips, and they're literally buying stuff at Home Depot, which yeah. frankly is a yeah not such great no. stuff no. most no. of the time. No, yeah. and um, and and it makes me concerned about what's happening to our housing stock again because we saw the exact same thing back in like in two thousand six. Well, but
2: can't get that proverbial lipstick on a pig. Mm-hmm. What are you true. saying about my lipstick? I'm, I'm talking about kidding. you. Just yeah. kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I'm, I'm loving hearing this part of the conversation because too many consumers look at those websites, watch HGTV, go down to the big box stores, and they really don't get as educated as they could or should be on these things. Mm-hmm. And these are big dollar items. So, um, no, I, I definitely appreciate it. So, so how does somebody... Um, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah,
3: well, I I think there's a a big need for you know like a exterior showroom of some kind. We've we've talked about it in our company, um, and I think eventually we're gonna have one um, because there there is a need for you know people that want to be adventurous and Mm -hmm. don't want to you know because you know you go to Home Depot and there's like two products you know right. You know well, if
1: you keep doing the videos like you guys are, I mean, you could do quite a bit just from from the
3: web. Sure. Yeah, and we've been you know and we've got. A ton of samples from all over the place. Um, we need to basically, uh, you know, curate them at a right. at a place some somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, we haven't gotten there yet. But you know, we're I you know we're a good resource if somebody yeah. out there is you know wanting to go beyond the yeah. depots.
1: So when somebody is engaging with a company like yours, like what can they expect out of the process? What happens? Uh, like, like they reach out and like they have an estimator come out or someone actually
3: like. How, yeah, I'm how usually, quickly do you qualify What I'm usually the first contact. What, okay. Um, and so I'll go out and meet with them and just uh, basically do what I call a needs analysis. hmm which is basically, you know, what's going on, what's driving, you know, why? Am, you know, you, you called me, you said you need new siding, what's driving it? You know, right. sometimes it's pretty obvious, it's like it's falling off. Right. But sometimes it's not very obvious, and it's, you know, it's an aesthetic thing, right. um, uh, and they, you know, they have specific ideas. Um, yeah. A lot. We get referred by manufacturers quite often, so somebody okay. will be like, you know, I really want to use Trespa, I've seen this yeah. stuff, you know, on a school, and then... Okay.
1: The- We're going to have to wrap it up, but tell them once again where they can find you out
3: kyle at Synapseconstruction.com.
1: all right well thank you for listening once again to open house with team reba we'll be back weeks next week at saturday 2 to 3 p.m
0: have a great week everyone thank you for listening to open house with team reba to contact us visit team reba at re slash max metro east side on facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more open house with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. Our house, in the, of street, our house. the preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnis of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.